Hey, kia ora everybody and welcome to yet another episode of Big Life Mindset. Today's episode has uh, some gratitude in it, some thanks from me to you, uh, but it's also got uh, an accolade, an achievement that I managed to do, um, which I'm reasonably proud of, but there's actually another bit that sits behind that that I wanted to share with you all that I'm really proud of, and not only that is my intention from this episode is that you will learn three things from this episode that you can benefit from off my mistakes. So these are mistakes that I've made. These are mistakes that I've made. I'm happy to own them. And you don't need to make the same mistakes, okay? You can just look at me and go, oh, okay, he did that wrong, and this is how I'm not going to do the same thing. Uh, If you're joining me on Spotify or YouTube, then you have the option, the pleasure, I guess, of being able to see me in the flesh. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a visual person. I'm a watcher. <laughs> I'm a visual person. So if I'm, if I'm listening to a podcast, I, I appreciate that people can do it like while they're doing something else, maybe doing the washing or something. I'm not. I kind of have to see the person who's speaking so I can see a lot of the, the visual cues that are coming off it. The short story is, if you're on Spotify or at my YouTube channel, which is Irakanui, E-R-A-K-A-N-U-I, as the handle, then you're able to watch this. All good. Um, So yeah, like I said, today's about uh, firstly the gratitude. So I'll give a little bit of context. Um, Spotify do an end-of-year wrap for every podcast. I'm assuming it's every podcaster that's on Spotify, and they do this end-of-year wrap where they tell you um, how many people are listening to your show, uh, how many people are sharing it, um, how long people are staying on there for, um, the kinds of followers that you have, like the, all the data and analytics, right? It's just this big machine that can kind of crank out this stuff. And I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't expecting the report, that is. And then I certainly wasn't respect, uh, expecting what came next. So I received in my report uh this text that said that my podcast, so this podcast that you're listening or watching to, Big Life Mindset, is in the top 10% of all podcasts shared globally. Hooray! (laughs) That's pretty cool, huh? That's pretty cool. Um, I, I actually had trouble reading it to be perfectly honest, not not the report. I had trouble um, accepting what I was reading. You ever look at something or you read something and your brain just doesn't want it to connect for whatever reason. It's just like I'm, I'm not able to believe this thing that I'm looking at. And so I had one of those moments. It was a long moment, actually. It was probably over this, the course of a couple of days. But, but the reason why I believe is what I'm going to talk to later on. So anyway, this is, um, you know, I wanted to I wanted to start this by thanking everybody that has been involved in that aspect of it, not just that. So all the people that have shared this podcast, that achievement is really going back to you because if you didn't share it, I wouldn't have got it. Uh, so thank you. I really mean that. I am super appreciative and it helps, I guess, remind me that this thing that I'm doing that I'm really passionate about is adding value to people's lives, which is what I want to be doing. You know, it's one of my purposes. Um, you know, I talk a lot about um, 
being able to fill other people's buckets, being better than I was and gathering experiences. And so you sharing this podcast helps me achieve my life purpose. So thank you. But also thanks to everybody else that's been involved in the in the making of this thing because, you know, like Debbie has to carve out space. She's got to take over the kids. I mean, she normally has the kids anyway, to be fair. But, um, you know, it's just a lot of pressure. There's a lot of bits and pieces that have to go into this, like clearing out a space so that I have an opportunity to be able to share my thoughts with you and experiences with you. You can't do that when you've got four kids running around the house. Cool. So... That rules that. That's the end of that. Um, not the end, but like I said, really appreciative of the help that I've received, really appreciative of the, the sharing that's happened with this podcast, and I'm looking forward to absolutely taking this thing to the next level. While that achievement is a really cool one, and it's something that, you know, it's, it's kind of found a, a space in my brain now, that I've accepted it. The, the real achievement that I wanted to share with you all, and the bit that I think is probably more relevant to everybody, is understanding the insane levels of self-doubt and imposter syndrome and people-pleasing that I have had to overcome to do this podcast. Now, I'm a, I'm a confident person. I'm a, I find most situations, if I'm not confident immediately, it doesn't take long for me to build up confidence. Don't get me wrong. That confidence isn't always matched by my skill level. That's something totally different. But I, I find confidence is, um, is a tap that I can turn on and I can find it quite quickly. Doing this podcast, though, has really, there were times where like no amount of my confidence was able to push past these mental barriers that I've been setting up for myself. Um, I started the podcast, I started Big Life Mindset, the podcast in March of 2022. So this year, if you're listening before Christmas or New Year's, and just getting to the point where I actually pushed record on something and then published it, man, that was insane. That was just, I can't describe, and I wish I had captured more of the moment because I had found so many different ways to not write it, not record it, not publish it, not anything. So it was years, could you not, years in the making before I actually got that podcast published. Uh, a really good mate of mine, Andrew Duncan, had been doing something along these lines, and I remember seeing it, and I thought, oh, that's something pretty cool. I wish I could do that. And I actually, I feel like I can do that. Um, but the the origin story from my particular podcast wasn't about the podcast itself. I didn't want to do a podcast. What I was looking at doing was capturing moments from my life that I thought, I'd just taken for granted, but I'd had a lot of feedback from people all over the show saying, you really should write that story down because that experience that you've had, not a lot of people have that kind of experience. And if you look through, you know, maybe the first 10 or 12 episodes that I published, you'll get a little bit of a, 
uh, an insight into some of the experiences that I'm talking about, you know, whether that's catching an armed robber or hanging out with really famous people and just not knowing who they were or accidentally breaking into a house and, you know, having to use the toilet, that kind of thing. And so, you know, that was a lot of those were just about me saying, okay, I recognize now that I've had these kind of out there experiences and I want to document it. And I tried writing a book and it was just too much. And it was too much because the perfectionist streak in me just wouldn't let a word be a word. It had to be the perfect word. And if you try doing that for every word and every single sentence, man, it is tiring. It is so tiring. And it's just not enjoyable, right? Like for some it is, but for me it wasn't. And so that's how really that that was the origin of the creation of this podcast. When I first did it, when I first published it, um, like I said, I've got, I've got this perfectionist streak in me, which I battle really hard against. And I, I feel like I'm winning. Sometimes I'm winning. Sometimes you're not, right? Um, and so even the setup, like I, had, I felt like I had to have the perfect setup and the perfect environment. But what, what I think everybody out there won't realize is that when I was recording those first episodes, I was literally recording them in my wardrobe and, and the wardrobe Debbie and I share, and we don't have one of those awesome walk-in wardrobes that you see on TV. Um, we've got one of those like 1970s state houses that you open the wardrobe and it's just like you could put your hand in and you could touch the wall at the back. Um, and so I would literally be sitting there on a box and I would be surrounded by clothes hanging on the coat rack and I'd be holding this microphone, the same microphone that if you're watching, you can see right now. And I'd be holding this microphone and I'd be, I'd be holding, like staying deathly still because I knew that if you moved, it would be amplified, like the noise would come through. And so that's how I was recording these episodes. I was recording them in our wardrobe, like surrounded by clothes. I was recording them outside of the wardrobe either like directly outside the wardrobe sitting on the ground with a blanket over me <laughs> like a duvet or a doona I think they call them in uh, Aussie uh, so with this blanket over the top of me like once again holding this microphone um, I was recording them in the lounge once again huddled under sheets and stuff because the sound like the sound is everything right when you do a podcast and so I was having to force my way through this just like because I didn't have any other options. Our house is super busy all the time. Um, we've, you know, we had people staying with us, living with us, all the rest. And so, you know, that, that was the reality of, of the environment. Um, a lot of the episodes that I recorded were done in a car in the car park outside where our eldest daughter does her dance classes. So, you know, 7.30, 8.30, 9 o'clock sometimes at night, I would be sitting in a car park busting these things out, like recording them, sketching them, all the rest. Uh, and, and that's just the recording side. You know, like for me to be able to, before, but for me to be able to speak into this microphone, I had scripted everything. So the first two episodes, you hear quite a bit of waffling 
And then there's a series of them where um, it's like, okay, I'm getting from A to B and I'm getting a reasonably short order. Part of that is because, you know, like I talked about, I wanted to kind of to tell a story as perfectly as possible. But there's also a flip side of it, and and it's a thing I think that people overlook quite a lot, is that when you're doing something like this, whether it's writing a book, writing a novel, putting out a blog, doing a podcast, cooking for other people, whatever that might look like, far too often we're trying to please the person at the other end. But I think the better way to do it is to do it the way that you would be happy with it. So if it's something that meets your tastes, your audio taste buds, your visual taste buds, your, you know, the way you like to consume food, books, whatever that I just described, if it finds a home with you, it's definitely going to find a home with somebody else. And so when I was doing those earlier episodes, I was literally condensing big stories, like big experiences into nine minutes. And, you know, for my long-time listeners, that nine minutes was because I have a 10-minute um, yoga meditation um, exercise, and I just never do it. I still don't. And the reason being is, who the hell's got 10 minutes to look after themselves? You know, it's just, it's just not a thing. Oh, and speak of the devil having a busy house, like this is one of those moments where I had to, I've got to push pause because our uh, two-year-old is outside chasing the cat wanting to come in. Oh, no, we're going to move on. We're moving on. Perfection's overrated, folks. It, it really is. I think perfection probably sucks a bit um, too. But anyway, so, yeah, so, I'm, you know, I'm really having to – develop something that allows me to keep progressing, but it's also something that I'm happy with. And I'm really proud of those earlier episodes. The first two episodes, however, you know, feel free to go back and listen to them. But I, I cringe a little bit when I listen to them because, you know, there's just the whole, I'm just, not, I was never happy with them. And I was, sorry, I was never perfectly content with them. I'd always had some reservations. Oh, I wish I had done this differently. I wish I had done that differently. But man, that is a never-ending vortex. So you cannot escape from that vortex of I wish because there's always going to be something else. And even though I've been told you should go back and re-record earlier episodes, I keep those as a, as a reminder, actually. like That's where I came from. That's where I started. And however cringy that might feel now, if I re-record those things, that, that to me is not... That, that's kind of washing away that whole experience that I had. And so although they are cringy, I am incredibly proud of putting them out there and sticking to my guns and saying, you know, don't don't clean up your history here, Eddie. Like that was grimy and it was, you know, it was it was what it was, but that's where I started. So look back on that with pride. And I do. I do. Um so anywho, then I get to the stage where I am, you know, I'm, I'm putting these episodes out despite the environment. And the environment isn't what I see on social media and Joe Rogan either. Like I'm looking around and I'm looking at the inside of a blanket or I'm looking at a whole bunch of clothes that are kind of stuck around my, my head and I can't move and all that. And you look on um, high-profile podcasts or social media and everyone's got like these gangster-ass setups. So it's just amazing. 
Um, but that wasn't my experience. And so then you could really start to turn up the dial on the imposter syndrome that I was starting to experience where in my mind I'm thinking they're doing a thing and it looks like that and it sounds like that. I'm doing what I thought was that, but it looks and sounds very differently. Um, sooner or later, someone's going to realize and think, why is this guy even bothering? You know, that, that's the turmoil I had in my head. That was the, the thing that was puzzling me. And it, that, like, I, I'm fortunate in that I can maneuver my way through that kind of thing. But, man, my heart goes out to anybody that is battling with imposter syndrome because, man, it's, it's like common as. It's not, it's not um, unique to one or two individuals. Like you ask, if you get an honest answer out of 10 different people, you're probably going to hear at least nine of them say at some stage they suffered from imposter syndrome. Um, and so that's, that's the battle that I started to have was, shit, man, I don't, I don't actually sound like Joe Rogan or... Well, I don't even look like Tim Ferriss or these other people. So, man, sooner or later, someone's going to realize and they're going to call me out on this thing. Uh, and coupled with that, actually, was the, the feedback that I was getting. So I was getting really positive feedback, by the way. I had a lot of people um, reaching out. Not always people that I knew either, or they were somebody that I knew, but you know, very distantly, and they were commenting on the show, and the feedback was great, and it was a real um, source of motivation for me. But it wasn't always positive, and it wasn't always constructive. And herein lies, I think, a, a challenge that we face in that. If you get this feedback at a time when you are still really finding your own feet in the game, that can derail you a lot. That, that can have the effect of completely uncoupling the train and just devouring any momentum that you might have had. And if I was going to give some advice to people who offer that non-constructive criticism, and you know what it looks like, right? I mean, all of us know what it looks and sounds like. It's, it's this, it's a, a snide comment or a snarky comment that's dressed up as a compliment somewhere. Um, I'm not going to read any examples because I kept them. I've actually kept the ones that I've had. And sometimes I use them as motivation and sometimes I just, like, I, I flip the light switch off on them and say, actually, I have no need for you whatsoever. Um, but my advice to people that have that kind of unconstructive criticism is if you've got nothing of value to add, shut your mouth. <laughs> if you've got nothing 
of value to add to something that somebody's doing, especially when you can see that they're passionate about it, just press your lips together. There you go. Um, and I, I don't say that in a like a um, in a mean way or anything. I'm simply like stating this position that I'm in, where I'm fortunate. One day I've got an environment, as in like people around me that deeply care for me, and so I always feel supported. You know that with my mindset, I'm always challenging myself. I'm a you know confidence player, that kind of thing. But not everyone's like me. There are people who will take your words and it just it just flattens them and they can't recover. And I've seen it as well. And it's not a cool thing. So press your lips. Um, so yeah, so you know, moving along on the journey, started to kind of actually know I I do feel like I've got some value to add here. And I am enjoying this thing. So okay, let's keep putting out more episodes. Um, but to be fair, I lost my way a little bit. And by that, I mean, when you start getting this feedback from people and, you know, everybody wants to have their two cents worth, but when you start getting that feedback, it's really easy to question yourself, oh, Shivers, am I actually doing the right thing? No, no, that person's right. I should be doing more of this or I should be doing more of that. Or, yes, my voice does suck. Maybe I could use an audio synthesizer or something like that. You know, you really do start to question your motives and your purpose. And so I lost my way a bit. And I feel like there's a few episodes where I was filling filling time and filling space. And that's not to suggest you shouldn't listen to any of those episodes. It's simply like you'll get something out of them. But you'll also, I think, hear a person who is still working out, okay, where, where is the space that I want to occupy? Who is the me? When I'm doing this, who am I? Um, and so I started to rethink, you know, what was important to me and what I'm passionate about. And that that's really brought me to where I feel like I am in the last, um, I won't say in terms of episodes, because the episodes that you guys see and listen to, they're not, I don't record those, publish those uh, in the chronological order that I recorded them in. Um, for a whole bunch of reasons, you know, sometimes uh, the post prod, like the, like the workingness and audio cleanup and everything takes a while, or sometimes I've just got this more important thing that I want to put out or whatever the case may be. So, so there's no point like looking back at the episodes and going, oh yeah, this is, this is where he made his, his decision and where he changed because it, it probably doesn't match up as well. Um, but it was more about this awareness and this reinforcement to myself that, yeah, this is why I'm doing this thing. This, this is why it's filling my bucket and this is how I think I can add value to other people's lives. Um, and, you know, when I'm also using as a, as a conduit or as a channel for the experiences that I'm having, this is how I can communicate those out there. So, yeah, that was, that was um, really a, a, a bit of a turning point for me, for this podcast, for, you know, all those things. Um, you know, I talked about the environment and I'll make sure I capture this at the end. But for those of you that can see um, behind me, I, so I'm in our cabin now. Uh, I used to have an uncle that lived with us for the last three years in this very cabin. It's about 10 square meters. It's got heaps of um, like the aesthetics of it. It's just a, it's a cabin, right? 
does have a dartboard. Um, you know, there's a desire in me to, to zhuzh it up in a way that when I look at it, it's like podcast-focused. But at the same time, I'm like, man, I've, I've managed to record podcasts sitting in a wardrobe surrounded by bloody Debbie's clothes. I'm pretty sure I can do it in an empty cabin right now. And so there's another way of, I guess, me just breaking down those barriers that I like to put in front of myself. And I suspect you like putting barriers in front of yourself too. Or you maybe don't like, but you're doing it. Um, and so, yeah, this is yet another example. Uh, from here, like the with this podcast, you know, I, I touched on it before, but I have a purpose and this podcast feeds into it. My purpose is, as I mentioned, is to be better than I was, to gather experiences, and to fill other people's buckets. And so this podcast is one way that I feel I can do this. I genuinely believe that I have value to add to the world and I can help more people love life more. So where to from here for me and this podcast? is that I am looking at significantly ramping it up. Um, by that, I mean, previously, I was releasing one episode a week. And if I was disciplined, it was on a Monday, NZ time. And if I wasn't, uh, wasn't disciplined, then, you know, sometimes Tuesday and at the worst kind of Wednesday kind of thing. Um, but I've, I enjoy this thing so much. I've got so many people that I want to share um, their experiences with and talk to and so many thoughts up in this you know top two inches that I believe would add value to other people's lives and you can take some benefit from it that I'm looking at doing this uh, two to three times a week now and not just that but pairing it up with um, the social media aspect like I'm shouting out in the forest at the moment and we've got a few listeners but I feel like we can really get this thing out there um and so much of that is about spreading the word, about growing this, about making more people aware of it, people actually drawing value out of it, like practical stuff that they can take and implement in their lives, like today. Uh, and so, you know, there's, there's, that, there's that feature of it. If you haven't already, um, in a previous episode, I talk about Ikigai, I-K-I-G-A-I. I'll talk about this thing again in a bit more detail later, but Ikigai is, you imagine four circles. Uh, on one circle, it is something that you're really good at. On another circle, it is something that the world needs. On, one of the, on the third circle, it is something that you can get paid for. And the final circle is something that you're passionate about. Now, when you pull all those four circles together, like a Venn diagram, um, there's going to be a bit where all four of those circles overlap. And then you've got something that you're good at, something that the world needs, something that you can monetize and something that you're passionate about. And so you've essentially found a, a life where you're adding value to people's lives and you're getting paid to live that life and you love it because you love it and you're good at it. So that's where this baby's going. That's where I want to take this thing. That is my dream for this podcast. Um, and so, you know, the people who have been sharing this, who have been clicking follow, clicking subscribe, um, and especially those of you on Spotify that have been re uh, reviewing it, rating the episodes, that is just 
crazy helpful. I cannot thank you enough. I really can't. might sound um, odd, but I really cannot thank you enough for what you've done because you're helping me get to that point, that uh, place in Ikigai that I'm trying to get. Oh, good. All right. I feel like that's a, that's a reasonable segue into wrapping up the show. But before I go, I did say I was going to give uh, three things that I think will benefit you. And I would love for you to take these away. You don't have to use them, man, but Feel free to learn off my mistakes because I make heaps of them. I deliberately make heaps of mistakes too sometimes. I actually do, believe it or not. Anyway, um, the first thing that was is that if you want to do something, start today. Got to start today. Don't wait till tomorrow. There's always going to be tomorrow. You've got to start today. Okay. If you want to write a book, because I know so many people that would love to write a book, then write a sentence today. If you want to um, do a podcast, then talk about, literally get your phone, push camera. If you don't have a recorder, just push video camera. You don't even have to look at it and talk about the very first thing that springs to mind. The very first thing. Don't overthink it. Just start opening your mouth and just see what falls out. Um, and with a podcast, you know, you're guaranteed to be talking about something different in your 50th episode than you did in the first episode. So it just doesn't matter. Okay. So start today. Um, if it's a new job, then dust off your resume or Google search good examples of resumes. You don't have to do anything else with that, but just do that bit and then have a look. Oh, cool. That's what it looks like. And okay, well, sweet. We'll leave that for a month. We'll leave that for three months, whatever. But start today. So that's number one. Uh, number two is get out of your own way. Okay. Um, I have so many different ways of procrastinating that it beggars belief. Every single thing that you can think of that, oh, wait, I'll, I won't, I'll personalize it. Eh? So it's not a, hey, you, you, you. Every single thing that I can think of that stops me from doing, or so that stops me from making progress as an excuse. I can make it the best excuse anybody's ever heard, but it's still just an excuse. There's amputees that climb mountains. They wade through all the excuses that they could possibly come up with, and they climb a mountain. Some of them are like climbing Everest and K2 and just big, badass mountains. Every single time I come up with something as a reason I can't make progress, that is an excuse. And I have to be honest enough with myself and say, fuck, Eddie, you're just coming up with more bullshit. Stop getting in your own way. Um. There's a there's a, a line we like to have in our house where, you know, imagine I'm having a conversation with somebody and they'll say, did you find that thing that you were looking for? And then you say, oh, what's that? And then the first person will say, that excuse that you were looking for, did you find it? Which is a, it's a polite, but also... Um, oh, um, it's a polite but also confronting way of saying, 
you're just looking for excuses and you're just getting in your own way. So get rid of the excuses and stop getting in your own way. Uh, the third one is, is one that I love, man, and it's a positive one and it, it's, uh, it's kick-ass and that's celebrate your life more. So if you manage to get out of bed today, enjoy that. If that's a thing that you found quite difficult to do, enjoy the fact that you got out of bed today. If you cooked breakfast, celebrate the fact. Not everybody can cook. Not everybody can has time or the means to cook breakfast. If you cooked a breakfast or you made yourself a coffee, celebrate that fact. Remember, not everybody's able to do what you just did. Um, you know, for me, if you didn't blow up at the kids, like if you managed to keep your calm and you know, just avoid a shouting match or an argument. Enjoy that feeling. Enjoy that feeling of managing your emotions, managing your behaviors. Because you know what it feels like when you don't manage it. It's a horrible feeling when you blow up at your kids. So those times that you don't do that, don't blow up your kids, man, enjoy that moment. Enjoy what that feeling feels like. Um, yeah, it's, I, I couldn't encourage people just to celebrate more and love life more. So quick recap, those three things are start today, uh, get out of your own way and celebrate life more. Awesome. Hey, thanks everyone. So just in case you weren't aware, this podcast is in the top 10% of all podcasts shared globally. Um, Join us by clicking follow or subscribe, and please share this podcast with somebody that you know. Uh, I really do appreciate it. As I've mentioned many times before, thank you so much for taking this thing to the next level. And the way we're going to do that is to be uncomfortable and grow. <laughs>